This is my friend's place, WGOTLP Gainesville, 100.1 FM.
eras todo para mí Ahora no quiero escuchar ni saber más de ti Cómo sufrí, pero yo sé que el amor es así Todas las veces que me encuentro aquí Ya no quiero más Y tú te vas Y no me queda otra más Me quedo de mis lágrimas Que he podido llorar Honestamente cuando no estás Me acostumbro a mi soledad Es posible que me
For a master of deception and subterfuge You've made yourself quite the bed to lie in Do your time traveling through the tanning booth So you don't let the sun catch you crying What you thinking? My teeth are beating and my knees are weak. It's as if there's something up with the wiring. Watching your every move, I feel the tears are coming on. It won't be long, it won't be long. Straight from the curve of shoot, steal a trace of body paint. On your legs and on your arms and on your face. Keeping on my costume and calling it a writing tool. And if you're thinking of me, I'm probably thinking of you.
Trust with Billy Toppy, and you're listening to my friend's place on WGOT. Thank you so much for tuning in this afternoon. What else did you hear in the warm-up mix of the portion show this week? Well, thank you for asking. First up in the mix here on my friend's place, you have John Hopkins and Kelly Lee Owens and Sultan and Shepard and Jero. And that song title is to fill again backslash twa. In case you're wondering why there's so many ands, it's two different songs that have been mashed up together uh, by two different sets of artists that became a really big hit over the festival circuit uh, this summer, and it's really fun. Hope you enjoyed that one, but there you go. That's why you had so many ands in that one. A couple of fewer ands in this next uh, band and song title, it's Lafim, E Tu Te Va. After that, brand new music from Gorillaz with Baby Queen, then you heard Arctic Monkeys, Body Paint, then a new one from Gas Coons, Don't Say It's Over, and there you go. You've caught up to everything you've heard this week here on My Friend's Place. Uh, real quick reminder, if you want to hear this show, our past shows of My Friend's Place, or maybe you're getting out of the car and you hear the rest of this one, you can find me online at Cramela Mix Show, which is C-R-A-M-E-L-A. Um, also, not surprisingly, at Cramela Mix Show, you can find episodes of my other show, conveniently called... Cramelo Mix Show, which is more like a house and techno-oriented uh, straight 60-minute mix. But um, again, thank you for supporting uh, any of my shows, and more importantly, thank you for supporting WGOT. Uh, before we jump into uh, more new music here on My Friend's Place, once again, <laughs> in the news, I don't do a whole lot of news here on My Friend's Place, but I uh, have to mention this because Gainesville, once again, dodged yet another major storm and it's been pretty amazing how many times we've been like directly I mean directly in the bullseye that uh, two or three days out um, of this cone of uncertainty and somehow we uh, managed to uh, get spared uh, so quick thanks let's send a thanks out to the fake weather god who I shall name Huracano uh, thank you, Huracano, for sparing our beautiful town. Uh, of course, our good fortune is directly tied to lots and lots of misery um, for others, uh, specifically in southwest Florida, and also a lot of friends of mine in Orlando, which kind of caught what Gainesville looked like we were going to get um, 
Monday afternoon. And uh, I still have friends down there without power, running off of a generator, uh, days later, almost a week later. So the one thing that I have learned from all this hurricane uh, nonsense with Ian, and I'm going to make this official declaration today on my friend's place, I am officially way too damn old for any more hurricanes. Um, another person, I actually stayed directly on a barrier island, <laughs> not my wisest uh, life choice, uh, back in 1994 on my birthday uh, when a direct hurricane passed over and did quite a bit of damage to uh, Indian Harbor Beach. So I am no, like, newbie to this hurricane thing. Um, and that, staying in Indian Harbor Beach, that was another case where, hey, it looks like we're going to be okay. Then suddenly, like, a couple hours before the hurricane's approaching, makes this major change and shift. Comes way further north than we were expecting. And uh, that was definitely an interesting birthday and an interesting night. So, um... Hurricanes, uh, when I was younger, what used to kind of seem to be fun and a little bit kitschy with, uh, I don't know, hurricane parties and knowing you're going to have a couple days off from work has completely, for myself anyway, completely been replaced with absolute days of anxiety. And um, I'll be the first one to admit I am not built to live without AC for even an hour, much less a couple of days. So um, I know it's going to be a real challenge uh, looking things as a nation to get everyone on board to help reduce these carbon emissions um, that are heating up the atmosphere and fueling climate change, uh, specifically the warm water that you're finding in the oceans which are powering these hurricanes and I also realize not every hurricane is a direct result of climate change but the two are definitely holding hands and um, I really hope that we can convince some of the other holdouts in the 50% that hmm, this might be worth something doing to try to um, try to do whatever we can do to keep the temperatures from rising but then on the other hand, living in a really green city like Gainesville, um, I realized how much people freaked out when they first found out that they could not get a plastic straw for their drink and how much people hate uh, paper straws. Uh, so maybe it not as much hope as I would like. Anywho, let's get into new music, which is what we do best here in my friend's place. Got brand new music from my favorite band of 2022 right now. It's uh, Magdalena Bay with Unconditional. I'm 
your secrets You can't change what the ink says You were born to be adorned And I die to be buried on your sleeve
Alright, that is Lies with Corbo, and you're listening to my friend's place in WGOTLP Gainesville. Before that, in the mix, you had music from Magdalena Bay, Unconditional. Then it was one from No Sa Thing, We Are. After that, you had Fantasy Camp with Casual Intimacy. And then you heard one from Fatty DL called Berlin. Then cover from Beck, Old Man. A song that I uh, kind of feel has been appropriate for myself recently as I'm feeling more and more like an old man each and every day here on this planet Earth. So uh, I hope you enjoyed the music thus far uh, on the show here this week here on My Friend's Place. Before I get into a couple of reviews, just a couple quick reminders about the station. First up, we've got a Patreon uh, station or Patreon station. We have a Patreon page that you can subscribe to at patreon.com backslash WGOT. Please consider subscribing for one dollar a month. That's all we're asking. All those dollars add up really quickly. Um, so basically, we're looking for a reoccurring monthly fee of one dollar, which adds up to, you got it, twelve dollars a year. Also, WGOT has a Facebook page. If you haven't liked that, then please consider doing so. If you are on Facebook, it keeps you up to date with our fundraising efforts and also. Uh, schedule changes, volunteer opportunities, and other like dumb memes and stupid stuff uh, that we find fit to post. Also some community news, so some cool stuff there uh, as well. WGOT also has an actual webpage through WGOT.org. And maybe the, my favorite part or the best thing about that webpage, if you scroll over to the right and you look at the very last tab, it'll give you the link where you can um, stream WGOT anytime, any day, uh, of the week through TuneIn. Um, you can also just go straight to TuneIn.com and search for WGOT, or you can also go to Radio Garden and search for WGOT. All those are great ways to stream the station because we know we have a limited uh, FM signal. It doesn't get really very, very far into uh, uh, where I live anyway, which is close to the campus. So those are ways that you can listen to the station anytime, anywhere, as long as you have an internet connection. So, let's do a couple of quick uh, movie and TV reviews. First up, got the brand new Marilyn Monroe biopic called Blonde, based on a novel uh, by the very same name. And this movie, let's just say, has been a little bit uh, controversial and dividing. Okay, so what exactly is it? You know, it's a biopic about Marilyn Monroe. Well, Blonde is a very... Let me uh, put the emphasis on the very NC-17. And uh, for the people that aren't aware of the movie rating system, NC-17 means no child under the age of 17. So Blonde is a very no child under the age of 17 version of Marilyn Monroe's story. Or uh, from birth uh, pretty much to death. So uh, let me start this review with the things about the movie that I really liked. And first, and I can't say enough good things about this, the visual style of Blonde is amazing. Maybe the best uh, visual style of all the movies I've seen thus far here in 2022 as we get closer to the end of the year. Um, as the movie unfolds, it kind of switches back from back and forth from color to black and white, and it's just really interesting to think about. And the visuals that the director chose really kind of took me back to David Lynch 
He's got great visual style as well. He has movies like Wild at Heart or Blue Velvet. Uh, so that aspect of Blonde is simply amazing. Uh, the cast, too, is also really good, especially one of my personal faves, uh, Bobby Cannavale's playing uh, Joe DiMaggio. He is always good in whatever he's in, without doubt. So um, those are the two absolute best things about the movie, the visual style and the great casting. So Blonde must be a movie recommendation. Oh, not so fast, my friends. Because the rest of Blonde is unrelentingly dark and depressing. And I'm a person, personally, that really likes dark movies and dark TV shows and dark subject matter. But even this was way too much for me. Blonde opens up with 15 minutes straight of, like, intense child abuse and scenery revolving around child abuse. Then you get another two and a half hours of adult Marilyn Monroe being abused in pretty much every way you could think possible. And look, let's be truthful. This may actually be a really true representation of her life. I'm definitely not a uh, Marilyn Monroe scholar. So I have no doubt that a lot of this or all of this actually happened. But here's the other side of the coin. Um, while I believe that she suffered intense abuse, I also don't necessarily believe that her life was um, complete, completely uh, dictated by all the abuse that she suffered and that Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe was only like a victim in all of this. I think that's kind of underselling the person that she is. And maybe I just missed that point in the movie after being turned off by all like the the domestic violence and abortion scenes and child abuse so, so maybe that was somehow buried in there and I just had like tuned out um, but I'm guessing her story is really a lot more complicated than what they actually uh, present in Blonde and while she definitely was a victim in a lot of ways I think in other ways she kind of turned that around and uh, did the very best she could with her life so as far as recommendations go, um, I'm not going to tell you to watch it or not to watch it. I'm going to leave that totally up to you because if nothing, Blonde is a very quote-unquote interesting movie. Uh, so watch that one at your own risk and um, maybe you'll agree, maybe you'll stay away, or maybe you'll say like, ah, oh, you totally missed the point of the movie. So anyway, let's uh, switch over to a little bit of television and I'm going to talk about Les Espookies, a comedy show on HBO Max which is a TV show I first reviewed way way back way way back like way way back in 2019 which seems forever ago uh, for its first season uh, when season one came out originally on HBO. Now season two is where we're at right now three years later and uh, season two is actually already written at the same time like season one came out. But, and here's the but, good old COVID, it delayed um, the production by almost two years. Which is why you have basically a three-year gap between season one and season two. And let's talk about Laser Spookies because it could not be more 
the diametrical opposite of the movie I just reviewed, Blonde. Because Spookies is a really cool, it's silly, it's fun, lots of laughing in it. Um, so what would be like the closest uh, comp I can think of for Lace is Spookies? Um, definitely, I would say, What We Do in the Shadows, which is another show I love that I frequently have reviewed on My Friend's Place. Uh, what We Do in the Shadows is, I don't know, it's a horror send-up of vampires and docu-series, uh, kind of like the Office Lampooned um, docu-series. Laser Spookies, on the other hand, is a send-up of, like, kind of a know, Latin America belief in ghosts and spirits and the afterlife, and um, also, more importantly for the show, Mexican telenovela, telenovelas, which I also happen to love. Um, what we do in the shadows and Laser Spookies are both awesome. Uh, but Lazy Spookies is definitely silly, sillier than uh, what we do in the shadows, and even more like stylized. So basically, in season two, what you have is this group of four friends, and they still work together. They use practical effects to fool people. In season one, it was more about like horror effects. In season two, it's just like these weird scenarios they came up with, trying to convince people um, that things exist. And it's definitely not an easy show to explain, as you can tell, as I'm sitting here struggling. And I'm not even going to spend very much time trying to explain Lazy Spookies to you. Because either say, nah, that's not for me, or you just have to watch it if you think it's something that you'd be into. Because it is truly absurd and unique. Um, I guess another comp, now I'll think about it as I'm speaking, uh, the original, like the early... Uh, to mid-show run of Conan O'Brien. That type of really weird out-there humor. Um, so I read an article earlier this week uh, where one of the creators said they don't write from start to finish. They kind of come up with ideas and scenarios and then build the plot around those, which sounds like a very Conan O'Brien type thing to do, I would believe. And I think um, from the show, a lot of people would recognize Fred Armas uh, from... Saturday Night Live, most famously, um, also do, uh, Documentary Now, I think that's the name of the show where they send up the, uh, the documentaries, but um, he has a much more active part in season two, and uh, I'll give you a quick reason why he's more active in the show. Uh, basically, self-driving cars have crushed, he has one true dream of being the ultimate valet parker, and he, in season two, after uh, self-driving cars come out, he moves down with his uh, nephew somewhere. I don't know if it's set in Mexico or Central America somewhere, um, but he moves in with his nephew, Ronaldo, played by the excellent uh, Bernardo Velasco. Uh, Ronaldo is one of the best characters of uh, Laser Spookies, but truly the best character is played by Julio Torres who is one of the writers and also wrote on SNL. So there you go, get your Fred Armas connection going in. And he plays this character, Andres, who's a rich kid, um, basically kind of waiting around for this huge inheritance to come from his family, uh, who will run a, uh, a chocolate plantation, of all things. And then, of course, something in season one happened, and he gets disowned by the family. So they pick up uh, his character in season two. And I gotta say, Julio Torres 
he steals every single scene and lays a spooky as this kind of like gay, um, over the top, fashionita guy in the same exact way, in my opinion, that Danny McBride. Now, if you don't recognize the Danny McBride, um, you will if you saw his face because he's the star of Eastbound and Down, Righteous Gemstones, a bunch of other movies. He steals every single way in the way that Danny McBride did, except for Danny McBride brings like this super bombastic redneck, uh, beady energy into every single scene, and Julio Torres brings like this super gay like energy, which is totally awesome. Um, I don't know that either guy, Danny McBride or Julio Torres, has any kind of acting range. But what I will say is they are hilarious and amazing in their chosen roles. So, um, Lazy Spookies is great. It's silly, pretty much bordering on dumb. You have, again, a really strong cast. Uh, the set, costume, show design is unbelievable. And uh, can I mention how fun it is again? Because if you're looking for a fun show, and I think probably a lot of people are with all like the stuff going on in the world, then Lazy Spookies is for you. I guess for people, if there's going to be a drawback, is that the uh, show's actually mostly spoken in Spanish. Uh, so you're going to actually have to do some reading, if you're like myself and aren't fluent in Spanish. Um, but it's really worth making the effort. And oh yeah, it's got one of the all-time great TV show soundtracks. Played many of the songs from season one a couple of years ago on my show. And here is a brand new one. From season two of Los Espookies. It's from Paul de Fantasma and it's called Obedechar. I think. I can't speak Spanish, obviously. Anyway, enjoy.
houseplants sitting up on the sill Sucking up all the sun Watching through the window at the neighbors out there having fun Water me sometimes if I'm looking wilted No, I won't make a scene Just please don't neglect me And I'll always try and stay this green The last thing I remember Get lost in the glow Climb up mountains Get stuck in the snow Feel like I did ten years ago And take things a little bit slower But I'm hooked on commitments I'm hooked on this life A soul-sucking home An incredible life Working towards a daydream That everything will be alright The last thing I remember
Just a taste. 
Scout, do you remember Sally Moore? Um, before that, you heard music from the uh, Los Spooky soundtrack with uh, Peter Fantasma Obi Decher, I believe. I know I've mispronounced that two times this week on the show. Then after that, you had Lumpy with Houseplant. Then you heard Dumb with Excuse Me. After that, it was Slug with Casual Cruelty. Then you heard a classic artist, uh, Robin Hitchcock, New Music. The Raging Muse, and then after that you had Tobacco um, with B, A, Moon. can't really say the B and the A on public radio, unfortunately, but pretty sure you can figure it out. So, um, last couple of weeks during this segment, I've been doing my uh, Get Snuffed bit where I read actual Snuffy Smith cartoons out of the Sunday newspaper. Decided to take a week off from that and introduce something brand new uh, to the listeners here and WGOT of my friend's place. And today, I'm going to do Herschel Walker quotes. If you're not familiar with Herschel Walker, he probably is best known for being an incredible football player in college for the Georgia Bulldogs. Later went on to the USFL. After that, had a career with uh, Minnesota and Dallas. Uh, very successful athlete. Also has had some uh, controversy, to say the least. Well, he decided, or someone decided for him, that he would run for one of the two uh, Senate positions in Georgia. Uh, that's going to be decided very, very soon here in the next midterm elections. And to say he's a very interesting choice would be uh, quite a stretch, <laughs> because uh, not only is he a very interesting candidate to be senator, he's probably one of the most least qualified 
people to ever be senator in the history of politicians, which in America is definitely saying something. Um, so he's been going around giving his speeches, campaigning, whatnot, and has said quite a few controversial things. Now, I could, if I took everything that he said that's been kind of outlandish or controversial, I could do almost an entire uh, 60-minute show just of Herschel Walker quotes. But I'm only going to take a couple of the recent ones because um, otherwise it would just be too much for you to endure. The other thing you need to know about this bit is Herschel Walker sounds very much, his voice and the way that he speaks, like the imitation I do for the Snuffy Smith characters uh, that I read during Snuffed Out. So what I've decided to do is make a big change. And instead of reading like Herschel Walker would actually read his quotes, I'm going to read it like a very, very, very bad actor and like a summer a performance of any, uh, let's say, Shakespeare play uh, anywhere in any small town USA. Um, so that's going to be the idea of this bit. Very, very bad uh, actor at a summer theatrical camp doing very poor uh, readings of Shakespeare. So that's the idea for uh, this bit. So, all right, let's do some uh, Herschel Walker quotes. And first up, we've got one about the federal climate bill uh, change that happened a couple of months ago. Uh, so these are actual Herschel Walker words read by a very poor summer theater Shakespearean actor. So here we go. Number one, they continue to try to fool you that they are helping you out. But they are not. Because a lot of money is going to trees. Do we not? Do we not? Do we not have enough money going to trees around here? All right, thank you very much. That's Herschel Walker quote number one. Uh, let's move on to Herschel Walker quote number two. Bring a little bit of religion into the show. Um, actually, I think specifically he's talking about uh, transgender athletes being in women's sports. Uh, so here we go. Uh, quote number two, as read by a very bad Shakespearean actor, played by myself. Um, things that Herschel Walker actually said. So here we go from uh, Herschel Walker. Men should not be in a woman's sports. That, that should be easy for all to know. There's man and there's woman. That's it. There ain't another. So quit trying to create it. Thank you very much. That's a Herschel Walker quote number two, read by a very bad Shakespearean actor. And before I completely blow my voice out for number three, uh, I definitely need to do some vocal warm-ups today for my bad uh, English impression. Uh, anyway, we've got one more. This was my personal favorite. A couple months ago, there was some kind of conversation about basically like how the air moves around the world and pollution and other things and Herschel Walker decided to uh, chime in so um 
See if I can get ready, maybe pull off one more of these uh, bad Shakespearean readings of uh, Herschel Walker quotes. So, uh, wish me luck. I'm going to give it a try. Here we go. Sense! We do not control the air. Our good air. Our good air decided to float over to China's bad air. So when China gets out of good air, their bad air got to move. So it moves to our good air space. So now, now we got, we got to clean that back up. There you go. Very bad uh, English King uh, impression there, but hope you enjoyed it. it. Really brings out the Herschel and the Herschel Walker quotes. Anyway, uh, let's get back into some more new music. And here's a new one from Joy Area, nine to five on my friend's place. Cigarettes turn the traveling salesman into 
long way, baby, but there's still anger inside that dancer. There's a lack of ambition here, I can tell by the decorum. No, no, I'm not sloppy or lazy, this is a sign of the boredom. Nine to five, nine to five, nine to five.
paint not sorry getting really close to the end of this week's my friend's place on wgot lp gainesville before that in that music mix you had chewy area nine to five then it was jobber with hell in a cell after that at a classic alternative band with new music the church the hypnogogue and that catches up to everything you've heard thus far on my friend's place real quick reminder wgot as on Patreon, you can go there and subscribe for as little as $1 a month. H.R. Gertner has a great new Hurricane-themed uh, show that you can download or stream at your own convenience if you are um, a patron on Patreon. Again, that's $1 a month. You also can find me online. My stuff is free. Uh, if you want to listen to past episodes of My Friend's Place or Cramela Mix Show, uh, just simply uh, search for Cramela, which is C-R-A-M-E-L-A, and uh, that'll take you to... Uh, uh, past shows, easy to find. I'm still the only cram on the world, believe it or not. Um, and please, if you're listening on the radio, make sure you stay tuned. Um, you've got one of three great new shows up next, depending on what day you're uh, listening. On Thursday, you've got Fred Souter with Stripped. Great music and news type show. Uh, one of the all-time greats on WGOT. If you're listening on Friday, got another really long-running show Um H.R. Gertner's Red Pony Music Hour. Uh, speaking of H.R. Gertner's a second ago, um, his weekly show airs Fridays after mine. And then on Sundays, you have uh, Departure, which plays similar music style to what you hear on My Friend's Place, and that is hosted by Marcus. So if you're listening on the radio, check those out. If you're listening on at podcast or some other way to uh, my shows, then uh, find that WGOT stream either through TuneIn or WGOT.org. So got one more before I head out, and we're going to leave you with a brand new one from a band that I'm really, really enjoying recently here. Um, a band that, to me, sounds a lot like uh, one of my favorites, Watched Out, and their name is Teen Days. You've heard uh, a couple of the tracks from the past here on the show. Uh, so here is a new one. Brand new one, uh, your closing track this week on My Friend's Place. It's Team Days with Modern Compromise. <laughs> 